Hello again, and welcome back to the Slow Flowers Podcast with Deborah Prinzing, episode 350. This is the weekly podcast about American flowers and the people who grow and design with them. It's all about making a conscious choice, and I invite you to join the conversation and the creative community as we discuss the vital topics of saving our domestic flower farms and supporting a floral industry that relies on a safe, seasonal, and local supply of flowers and foliage. This podcast is brought to you by slowflowers.com, the free nationwide online directory to florists, shops, and studios who design with American-grown flowers and to the farms that grow those blooms. It's the conscious choice for buying and sending flowers. And thank you to our lead sponsor for 2018, Florist Review Magazine. I'm delighted to serve as contributing editor for Slow Flowers Journal, found in the pages of Florist Review. It's the leading trade magazine in the floral industry and the only independent periodical for the retail, wholesale, and supplier market. Take advantage of the special subscription offer for members of the Slow Flowers community at deborahprincing.com, where you can also find the show notes for today's episode, 350. Building community is the hallmark of the Slow Flowers movement, but we are not the only ones who've discovered the strength of person-to-person connections. Whether you love or hate it, even Facebook, through its leader, Mark Zuckerberg, last year declared it had revised its mission this way to give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together. Floral designer Kelly Perry and her husband Jesse Perry are doing just that. They are co-founders of Team Flower and Philosophy Flowers. The couple lives in Boone, North Carolina with their golden doodle named Buster. And that's also where Kelly tends a little garden and writes about what she sees there. After launching Philosophy Flowers as a boutique floral design business for weddings and events in 2012, Kelly and Jesse started Team Flower in 2014. They describe Team Flower as a global flower community that spans generations, experience levels, and areas of expertise, not to mention a desire to learn. Team Flower offers a number of digital and in-person learning platforms for floral education and training. While Kelly handles all of the content development and classes at Team Flower, Jesse handles all things tech. He grew the Team Flower online presence to engage with participants in all 50 states and 98 countries. His most recent research and implementation project revolves around SEO tools for the Team Flower membership. I know you'll enjoy our conversation recorded long distance over Skype last week. Jesse and Kelly and I touch on their stories and what led them to create Team Flower, as well as what it's like to run a business together as a couple. You can learn much more about Team Flower and its many member services and events by following links at today's show notes for episode 350. I'll make sure to share links to the free content available to visitors of Team Flower, as well as more details on the workshops, online learning, and upcoming live events. You'll also find photos from the first Team Flower conference held this past March in Orlando. It was a fantastic experience, and I'm so grateful to have been in in attendance at that event. It's not surprising that there is an aligned spirit and common thread between Team Flower and Slow Flowers. So I enjoyed connecting and reconnecting with many of you there. There's much more to share, but I want to jump right into our conversation. So let's get started. (music) 
welcome back to the Slow Flowers podcast with Deborah Prinzing. And I am so excited today to share two voices for you to hear. May I please introduce Kelly Perry and Jesse Perry, the husband and wife team behind Team Flower. Hi, friends. Hey, how are you doing today? (laughs) Oh, it's so great to have you both on. And um, so much easier than having like two guys or two gals because I won't have to ask you to introduce (laughs) yourself every time you speak. Yes. Yeah, we know. We can tell you apart. Uh, Well, I'm so glad that we could get both of you on because you really are kind of a dynamic duo in Team Flower. Uh, You're based in North Carolina, but you're global in many ways uh, in terms of your impact on the floral industry and and people in the floral industry. So, I don't know, Kelly, you want to just talk a little bit about what Team Flower is and then Jesse can jump in and fill in the blanks of what you maybe... Uh, skip over and that he thinks is important. She won't skip over anything, but yeah, I'm happy to. (laughs) You can can sit sit there and nod, Jesse. Sure. Yes. Uh, yes. That's great audio. (laughs) So Team Flower is, um, first and foremost, it's, it is anybody who has a life with, with flowers. So if you have a life with flowers, you just by definition are a part of the team. Mm. Um, but what we do um, as an organization, I guess we have a community both online and then through different in-person events. So we host a conference and workshops and have online learning and um, regular content that goes out for free on the blog each week. And just so, yeah, articles and podcasts and videos and all kinds of stuff like that related to flowers. So that's a little bit about what we're doing at yeah. the moment. Yeah. And how did yeah. you, how did, when and how did you start Team Flower? Because your background is uh, as a wedding and event florist, right? Yeah. So before I got into flowers at all, it was really ever since I was young, like my, on my hobby list in middle school, it was like event planner. <laughs> Isn't that funny? How many I just, other 12 year olds know? <laughs> I know, right? I, it's just, it's weird. Um, but I was like, just kind of in my family, I was like the one who, you know, always wanted to up the decoration game at thank you know the Thanksgiving table and things like that. And so in school, I was always hosting parties and events and different things like that for um, school events. And then that just continued on. And I just always wanted to. I think I just at the heart of it, it comes back to just bringing people together. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter to me if it's through flowers or it's through you know uh, somebody's milestone celebration or whatever it is. I just love. It when we get together because there's a richness and a depth that I feel can only be experienced when we are together. It's really easy to live an isolated life, but we learn so much about ourselves through our interactions with other people. And I feel like it's really helpful and sort of informing and um, directing like our dreams and where we're headed in life. And we really, we need each other. So at the heart of it, that's kind of where I was coming from. But in college, I studied all kinds of um, seemingly unrelated things at the time. Um, I started in interior design and fashion merchandising and had a business minor. And then um, in 2008, that's when the economy, you know, really didn't look so good for those kinds of things. And so I thought, well, um, I'd already taken all the upper levels. That was my strategy in college to make sure I could find my tribe of people. That's great. (laughs) I would just take the upper levels first and then kind of work backwards. So it all worked out well. I was able to still graduate on time and switch over and do um, an education um, license. So I am 
technically licensed to teach like middle and high school home economics classes, or as they call them now, family and consumer science education classes. And so, um, yeah, that's a little bit about the background, but I know it, it all seemed really disconnected at the time, but it's interesting because all of those different pieces have kind of come together with what we do at Team Flower now. And it's really really fun. Mm. I'm living the dream. I really am. I love it. Yeah. Kelly, we, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jesse. I just said it's worked together. Well, all these pieces coming together and yeah. yeah, And just with Jesse and the things that he's so passionate about, I mean, you can, do you want to talk just a little bit? Jesse, what were you doing while Kelly was uh, studying interior design? What were you studying? Trying to marry her. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't Um, even know I existed for a little while there, Deborah. (laughs) I've learned a lot since then. Um, uh, Business marketing Mm -hmm. was my degree, um, which has worked out great for Team Flower, just the understanding of how to get to a wide audience of how to message people well. Um, Yeah, uh, I was involved in a lot of things in college, but that's kind of my north point of what I mm-hmm. ended up doing. I've been trying to program, do computer things since I was like 10 years old. So like he just was the, that, that guy in the library, like I, the little 10 year old in I the went, library, like researching how to program. Things. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly was writing down to be an event planner. I was getting books from the library because at the time, like there wasn't a lot of resources online as much as there is today. So I would go to the library, check out books on programming, um, yeah, yeah so wow. that's, that's, that's helped, uh, build what we have now, uh, yeah, through team flower. Well, I just have to stop and go back to Kelly, uh, and the home ec background because I, I, I like you, but now I love you because I oh. was a home ec major in college and yes, and it was called home ec when I was at Seattle Pacific and, um, now it is family and consumer studies or something, but I, I feel like that. <laughs> that kind of holistic learning of how to live um, yeah. pulls, yeah. you know, follows us everywhere. And uh, I joke about it with my friends. We were all, um, you know, learning how to identify the cuts of beef, like really random stuff when we had to take uh-huh. our food and nutrition classes. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did actually skew more to the fashion side too. So um, I think that your design studies definitely inform event planning and communicating in the floral industry. Yeah, absolutely. It all transfers. That is so fun. I've never met, um, I've never met a family and consumer science person out here (laughs) in the flower world before. I'm so delighted to know this about you. Yeah. Yeah. This will have to come up with a secret handshake. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's funny, but I do, I sort of, I compare, uh, my textile studies uh, I say that making a garden is like making a quilt. And mm. then to the ne- take, to go to the next level, I say that making a floral arrangement is like making a garden. So I just, this thread just keeps continuing. And uh, yeah. I, I see that in, in your work too. Um, when did you actually start Team Flower? I think 2014. Was, yeah. Okay. yeah. 2014. Wow. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I, hearing that Jesse has this sort of business and technology background and and just knowing that your interest is in like bringing people together and educating and uh, creating community, I see this perfect match of your a balance of your what you both bring to the table to create uh, this business. I mean, you probably neither one of you would have done something like this ind- individually. No, that's 
that's what I think was so fun about it. There are these kind of hidden treasures in your spouse when you sort of dig down to like, what is it that we have some kind of shared or complimentary interest or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like it was very fun when it happened because he actually had the idea of, I, we started with a webinar. Um, and (laughs) I don't, I'm sure people were doing webinars in, in the flower world at the time. I didn't, I didn't know of anyone who was doing it at the time, but no, that's not, kind of how we... Yeah, not four years ago. Wow. That was our first thing that we did. Mm. And I would have never... Really, computers are not a comfort zone place for me. They they kind of make me a little bit anxious, if I'm being <laughs> honest about it. And so Jesse was like, well, I think we should have a webinar. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I can, you know, talk and get it all ready to go. But other than that, like, I don't, you know, I yeah. don't know how that works. So, and same thing with the courses. Um, I think that that's what followed shortly thereafter, although we had had a workshop earlier that year, and that was definitely my comfort zone and still is. I love the event planning side of this and feel very mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I know what to do in those situations. Mm-hmm. But even even the thing is that the hardest thing about an event is having people say like, yes, I'll be there. I want to come because there are so many things that compete for our time and resources and Mm-hmm. I understand that. But even when I was doing things for free, you know, at my high school or <laughs> doing $5 events in college, I mean, it was the same thing. There's just this human thing that that makes it hard for people to hear about it enough times to be able to feel comfortable with it or whatever. And so Jesse really helped me um, be more persistent at that because I'd be like, oh, here's your one invitation. I really mm-hmm. hope you come. I've been pouring my heart and soul <laughs> into it, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, let's reach the masses. Yeah, let's let's start so, Facebook ads. And, yeah, yeah. So he really... Oh, you're yeah. handy. Yeah, you're, hand, you're handy to have around, Jesse. That's, that's well, a, I think good. Well, I've, I've kind of wanted to talk more about just couples working together and kind of doing business together. But it, I think it relates to even teams as well. And you hear it a lot about finding the strengths that people have, I I think it's just important to be patient kind of in that process, whether you're working with other people in your company or you're hiring or you're married to someone that you're doing business with, just figuring out what does make them tick. Because when Kelly first started with Flower, she was all in on weddings. And um, let's just say physical labor (laughs) isn't my um, uh, (laughs) desire to be running around (laughs) And no one loves schlepping flowers and <laughs> trying to balance water and everything else that comes with that. But um, we kind of fell into Team Flower and honestly weren't planning for it. Um, so I think it's just a good point um, to evaluate who you're working with, what resources you have, and just be patient because I think things will um, show themselves yeah. and opportunities will show themselves. And and once you find strengths within someone and the passion that will extend beyond the time that they're getting paid for. Um, it, it goes a long way in mm. growing a business. Mm-hmm. I love that so much, pal. Yeah, like, that's, that's so true. The, the piece, cause when we were just doing weddings with philosophy flowers, our relationship was a little tense. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we were just um, married and you know, was... all the things. No, I mean it wasn't bad. I mean, but 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 it was hard. It yeah. was really hard. And it was this constant struggle of like, but I really need help. And it was just like, but this is really not something that that I'm passionate about at all. And so 
it's so true that like once we kind of gave it a little bit of time to figure out what what would work for us as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say it's the same. If you are working with um, an event planner or you're working with someone on your team, if you've hired people, um, like just that patience, I think will bear a lot of fruit. And there's mm-hmm. there's some people, you know, that that you just shouldn't work with. And, right, and if, right. if you're married to the person, you need to, you know, figure out how to make it work. Um, but if it's, I, I think this uh, kind of philosophy extends beyond marriage is the point I'm trying to make. If you, if you bear that out, I think there's definitely opportunity because it's easy to just assume, oh, this person isn't very good at what they're doing or, you know, is whatever. But if you kind of pull out what, what motivates them, that, that, uh, so good. goes a long way. Well, mm-hmm. that, that's just such a hallmark of good leadership too, is uh, recognizing that everybody performs, uh, at their best when they are, there is some spark of passion or, confidence or whatever. And I, you know, you do have a team of of people who work with you, right? I mean, I don't, I don't think they're full-time employees, but you've created this kind of core group who I met many of them when I was at the team flower conference in Orlando is that it seems like you kind of have that going on too, with, with people you draw into this endeavor, helping them Mm -hmm. find what they're good at and what they're, what they can deliver and bring to the table. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like Janine is so, delightful with people. She writes notes to people every week. (laughs) And it is like, she loves that. That's like what she does for, for fun. And I actually just noticed, so (laughs) shout out to Janine if you're listening to this, but I I noticed she, like if I were to, she, we also send out birthday cards to all of our members, um, with, if they've, if they've told us what their Mm -hmm. birthday is. Um, and I noticed like, if I were to do that, she, she, I would send them out at the beginning of the month to everyone in the month. Okay. So it's like July. Okay. July 1st, boom, they're all out. Right. But right. what she's doing, I just, I, I, I picked up on, she's waiting until like a couple weeks out before their birthday. So, or like a week before. So they get it like on right, their birthday. Right. So it's just, it just bears that point of like when you're, when you're, you know, finding people or hiring people, like yeah. just talk with them. It won't be obvious right from the start all mm-hmm. the time. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, just figure out what what drives them. Uh, well, Miss Kelly Perry also writes handwritten notes. I've received two I of them yeah. on these cute little team flower postcards, and I'm just oh, I'm so impressed. My my mother would would wish that I could be like that. That's so cute. No. Um, the I'm an, I'm an old way. soul. I really. Yeah. I really am. You're right. You're right. In the digital age, it, it is a surprise to get anything with uh, that art of handwriting or hand lettering or correspondent. So that's, it's special. Um, I want to go back to one thing that, that when you talked about the first webinar, um, four years ago, it, and also shout out to the other people that work with us. So you can drop. (laughs) It's not just, if you're listening to this, Megan, Elizabeth, you know, yeah, you can, you can drop their names throughout the entire episode. No. All right. just want to, you know, you guys aren't liver. Um, Let's we'll we'll go back to that. But I, I started to ask you about the webinar. So um, Kelly, you already had like this ability to teach because you had studied education and were you know trained to be a teacher. Is Jesse? Did you have to persuade her to do this webinar, or was it more that just that the technology was kind of the overwhelming part of it? And like, did what well, you saw something and in this platform of webinars that that you thought would work for for your business, right? Um. 
I'm not sure. I, I, I think really there was don't, a, I think <laughs> I don't remember I any of this uh, time. I don't remember yeah, why we did I it. I think you just posted out once on Instagram. We didn't really have any kind of flywheel or mechanism to get the word out. It was just you had a following on Instagram and 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 yeah. and you said, "Hey, I want to do this webinar." And I said, "Okay, that's exciting." And and <laughs> that involves technology. I like technology and got a few uh, we used iPhones to do the webinar. We had like this kind of like uh, jerry-rigged kind of setup. Um, um, yeah, there was no, there was no elaborate plan. Just, um, mm. we had some folks show up. You're going to, we still have the webinar on our free page. Uh, we, crazy. <laughs> we great. don't, we don't bring it to the top. It's kind of low quality. <laughs> no, but, in, the, um, in, in the archives. Yeah. In the, in the archives. archives. Yeah, you can find the it. The funniest yeah. thing about that webinar. So of course it's, it's live, right? So right. there was no Which we quickly editing. We wanna... Yes. I mean, that was the most stressful thing, this whole like live component. Um, but anyway, I get like, Oh, three quarters of the way through it. And it was about all the different ways that you can do mechanics to set up an arrangement for flowers. So I was just showing all the possible things that you could do. Well, I got to the, um, I got to towards the end of it. And one of the options that you can use is floral foam. And I didn't have a knife. I had nothing to cut it like this, this, you know, in my teacher education courses, I should have had Mm-hmm. this elaborate checklist mm-hmm. with all of these little like dots that went down the edge or whatever. So I struggled through hacking that thing apart with a pair of clippers and it, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. We had like 80 people. Live <laughs> and watching and- well, Kelly, of course, you know what I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to say about that. That's karma because you should not be using foam. So it just was the yeah. universe telling you, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you don't need this anyway, <laughs> right. I guess. But, I don't know. But, but. When, when I was in home economics, we had to take this class of like, they called it demo techniques. It was sort of like learning how to be at a, a you know, some kind of counter with like one of those tilt mirrors overhead. Yeah. Did you do something oh, like that? Yeah. Oh, I had a program planning class, but we didn't have that special mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what it's like what you see on the cooking at the cooking booth yes, at the home show. About. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well that's another thing you could do. Um since then in 4 years, uh, what what kind of content how much or what kind of content have you produced? I mean, you you guys have a whole uh as you said, a whole bunch of free uh things that people can view, but then um you have things that you design for your members or offer to your members, right? Yeah, so mostly whenever we were kind of getting things going, we did a lot of video. Mm-hmm. And then we wanted a way to be able to showcase members and other people in the industry. And so we kind of went a little bit heavier on the blog so that we could have more voices because it, it is called Team Flower because it's not like about the Kelly Perry, like floral design show. Like right. I really, really wanted it to be something that was like about all of the people. So that was how we started kind of bringing people into the mix through those different articles. And I mean, it continues to develop day by day, but those core things still remain. Um, the podcast is fairly new. We started that last year. Um, and then we have, yeah, just the online courses, which are all video based and those. Yeah, so the free, so. the free content. Yeah. On our, on our website every week at this point, we're putting out a, um, a video on Mondays, um, and then art- a new article on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then, 
Um, typically, the podcast now is dropping on Thursday. So we we try to have, and we're always playing with that schedule. So by the time you listen to this, it may, <laughs> may change. But um, we're always trying to provide a lot of free um, resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but topics, um, topics in all different types of everything from design to tips for growing, um, different little like inspirational kinds of articles, the meaning of mm-hmm. flowers, you know, just mm-hmm. different things, flowers and art, things that people who love flowers, you what, know, what flowers love. last well out of water, um, you know, how to make a, a how to floral make a skirt. skirt. Yeah. How to do a <laughs> flower wall. Um, yeah. How to grow in small spaces, just anything that our members say that, um, they want to hear about. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I, I, I realize what you're describing, you're starting to kind of categorize things and, uh, I when I attended the Team Flower Conference in Orlando this past March, which was such an introduction to what Team Flower is, because I, I don't really think I understood it before that. Uh, being in the room and 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 just seeing how uh, what a warm sense of community there was really kind of got me excited. But mm-hmm. one of the things that I s- learned is that you do sort of identify maybe your three core uh, categories of members of the the studio floors, the retail florist, and the farmer mm-hmm. florist. Is that correct? Or do you, mm-hmm. is that kind of how you separate them out? Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's always, um, we, we try to be intentional and I'm, I'm not trying not to go in too much like marketing land, but like we try to be intentional about who we're, um, attracting to team flower while also not being, uh, uh, exclusive mm-hmm. of who doesn't feel welcome because there are, uh, people that come that are enthusiasts and, uh, just love flowers, but kind of our core, um, audience are those, yeah, those, those categories, people that, yeah, typically retail florists, uh, home-based florists, growers, mm-hmm. um, uh, across, across the spectrum of experience. Yeah. So like I started as a designer, so naturally the group, um, Includes kind more, of, yeah. Include, you know, that's who's been around the longest. That's kind of just how it started. But really, all and we don't we don't have like a quote unquote product for somebody who you know might not f- necessarily fit into um, you know one of those needs. But through the conference, I feel like that's where we really have a place where no matter what part of the floral industry you're in. Um, that's a place where you can come to meet kind of all the different pieces of the puzzle. Right. You know? Right. I, I yeah. did, I did meet a few people at the team flower conference who did, I, I guess just in conversation, I realized that they were either new to the industry and just exploring what a life with flowers would be or, um, very talented, self-described novices, which I, or not novices, but amateurs, which I, I don't really believe, but that's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes people put themselves in that category, like, oh, I love flowers, but I really don't do it as a live to make a living. I, you know, mm-hmm. that, but you also included artists and, um, I thought that was really wonderful that the botanic yeah. botanical artists were there. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. We really didn't know. Um, again, I feel like that almost sort of, um, unfolded by accident as well but that was such a fun experience and mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna keep we're and I think they were in encouraged too because um um I would I would hope so anyway because there isn't um as maybe huge of a network as there are like you know floral designers and growers so right, right. to be included a part of this larger world I think was 
was a good bit. So they're a part two. Like they are a part of Team Flower. They're encouraging the world through their work with flowers. And it can look like a lot of different things. Right. So, so so this conference was your first one and it was hugely successful. And Kelly, back to your early childhood penchant for throwing parties, um, like (laughs) no detail was forgotten. I'm, I'm just, I I was in (laughs) awe of the branding. Uh, I still think about, well, I have the candle with the number five that you gave me on my cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> I have it on my bullet. I tacked it to my bulletin board with a couple thumbtacks because it's like, that was the most, can we just talk about like that one thing? It was so fun. How did you come up with this idea of finding milestones of people who were attending and, and just turning it into like a birthday party? That was yeah. great. Milestones are so important. And I just, I've always loved birthdays. And so business birthdays are, Mm -hmm. you know, a big deal too. Like I remember crossing that like five year mark with the business because, you know, in all the business books, they're like, yeah, five years, most people fail. And I remember (laughs) thinking like, when I make it to year five, and I will make it to year five. (laughs) I'll have made it. Yes, yes. Like that is like a moment that's worth celebrating. And when you have a new beginning and you take a risk and you start something brand new, I mean, that just takes such an incredible amount of courage and just the the people who were up there who had 30, 40 years. I mean, it's just, it's something that it's more than a number. Obviously it's perseverance, it's mm-hmm. faithfulness, it's a commitment to the mission. It's all of these things. And those are very much worth calling out and celebrating. It was adorable. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And there so. was, there was Florist Review Magazine with a one, two and O oh on their cupcakes. It was one, like, two, oh, yeah. 120. I mean, it's amazing. Like I yeah. think that, I think that what they've done for the floral industry is incredible. That history, the art, just the archival of, of all of our stories for all of these years. I mean, it's very meaningful yeah. to me. Well, yeah. you did a great job in celebrating that. And that was just like one little 30 minute break. I mean, there were so that you enjoyed that. Oh, I, I loved <laughs> all of it. If I could just list the things that I loved, I loved the little patches. I loved the buttons. I loved the water drinking glass, the, pl- the plexiglass. What do we call it? The water glass, I guess that I mm-hmm. use drink all water. the time. Yeah. Everybody, we need to drink more water <laughs> in our lives. It's really important. <laughs> yeah, it was just really, really well thought out. And uh, But you've kind of raised the bar now. And can we talk about year two and what you have cooking for uh, the next oh, conference? Yeah. So we're in the process of building our speaker team out right now. And so I've been working with the ladies on our team to um, – you know, identify who those people are. And we've reached out to, um, we've reached out to quite a few people. We still, we still have some work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, this is a little preliminary. So yeah, totally. like, we're just, we're assembling the roster right now. Um, but it's looking, it's looking really yeah, exciting. It's, it's going to be in, um, Waco, Texas next year, which, um, we wanted to go to, you know, some people have asked, well, why Waco? And, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Chip and Joanna Gaines, mm-hmm. but they had a show on um, about, you know, fixer-upper and they would redo these homes and different things. But it's so interesting because with their business, um, 
they'd had that business, um, felt like the, you know, the shop, the Magnolia shop, and she felt like she was supposed to close it down. And so it, it wasn't there for a little while, but when it came back, just the timing and the whole piece and all of it, it really has, um, it's brought the world to Waco in a way, and it's transformed a city and it's provide, provided new employment opportunities. And I just really feel like I want to I want to bring people there. I want them to catch that bug and realize that businesses can transform communities Mm -hmm. and they can impact them in a really big way. And it's not, you know, you don't just have this small life with flowers, you know, and it's just like this fun thing, like your work with flowers matters, like Mm -hmm. it really matters. And there are consequences for the actions that we take good ones, you know, like, and I just feel like that that's the, the beauty of what's going on there. And I would love people just to breathe in the air and walk around and feel it. I feel like it'll be a, a, a pivot point for all of us. I think you're right. I think it's interesting that you've chosen that because I do, I did sort of here and maybe myself thought, why Waco? But uh, now that I've have it on my radar, thanks to you, I'm much more aware of the fact that there's this creative economy that is revitalizing this um, yes. little community, and it's it's a destination that people are e- eager and interested in going to. And maybe, I mean, who knows what's going to come out of the fact that you just chose to have the Team Flower Conference there? It it may mm-hmm. tr- trigger all kinds of new creative endeavors for members who just would never have thought of themselves uh, as a a brand or a, you know, stimulus for a a new kind of economy. And it's just, I think it's awesome that you're going to do that. Mm, Yeah, I really hope so too. I, and, and too, in in doing it with each other, I feel like that will amplify it Mm -hmm. and help us be able to see potential that maybe we would have talked ourselves out of, or we would have overlooked in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I just hope that the people who come will be brave and will really allow themselves to dream a dream and really dig deep into some of those things that they've been carrying around, you know, since conception, you know, there, there are things in us that need to come out. And if they don't, happen they I mean I just think I've I've just sat with people and listened to their dreams and their stories and encouraged them to keep going you know through some of those moments of doubt and I just think to myself if they didn't keep going like oh we wouldn't have had this yeah. like I wouldn't have had you know and in the experience might just be a moment that I have with that person who's followed their dreams but it's one that you don't forget and yeah. it's impactful in it encourages you and whatever it is that you're moving forward in. And so again, I think that's just the beauty of, of being together and of being faithful and, and following those, those things that are on our hearts to do. I think it's, I think it's, um, just a good reminder to, uh, to everyone listening, like in our digital world, uh, and, and so much of what we do is online at team flower, Mm -hmm. those in-person connections, I think are even more important now uh, because they're so rare because yeah. you you have an experience with someone just face to face, seeing their expression, talking with them that sticks with you uh, that wouldn't when you're watching them on a video or when you're talking to them over Skype or whatever. It's 
it's really important to continue to to try to foster those connections to people that you may know in the flower world um, on the other side of the U.S. or the other side of the world. Um, yeah, there's a I, lot, lot I, comes open. Yeah, and I agree completely. And going back to what Kelly said about how sometimes we're so isolated because of technology, you almost have to go the extra mile and be very intentional to put that aside for a while and just go be in a room together. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so it's hard. Yeah, and it's <laughs> scary, <laughs> right? It's scary because we're not all the time. Like I work at home with myself, and if I stay in this, and it's just you know me and Buster <laughs> all day, our little doggy. Um, it can be it can be hard or intimidating to walk into a room full of people and just to feel like oh, I don't what am I doing here right. I don't even have a career with flowers that lady just said that she's been doing this for 20 years like why am I here you know whatever um and I think that that's normal but I think it's so important that we take that risk and um I know with you know you and I and the things that we're hosting you are welcome you are you are welcome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. So do you yeah. have, do you have a date yet or what's the scoop on, on when the 2019 conference or what can people expect or how can they get more information? Yeah. So it's, um, March, uh, fourth through sixth, a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Oh, great. Yeah. And it'll be at the Waco convention center. And we, like I said, we, we don't have all of the, the speaker roster or anything put together, but there are people registered for it already, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is right. so encouraging. What's the website? If you the just go to teamflower.org slash Waco, um, that will, depending on when you listen to this, redirect you to the right place. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that'll be the best place to go. Yeah, and then I, if you have any questions, you can just chat with us. You can chat Jesse. He's the red button. Or any any of us. Yeah. <laughs> any of your amazing team. Well, at least you – I mean, I think that people are more interested in the date so they can clear their calendars and they they can look at, at the lineup from 2018 and, and realize, you know, the types of presentations that are going to be on the, you know, on the program and get a sense that of what types of – you know, some are design focused, some are business focused, some are technology focused, all of that. I think that's enough to get you at least to save the date. And I'm sure you'll be announcing your, um, you know, all your details in the not too distant future. So yeah, I think people can also sign up to get on your mailing list and then be receive notices as well. Right. Mm -hmm. They sure can. Absolutely. (laughs) So how did, how did, what is happens when you join Team Flower? What does that mean, and and how does that uh, how do people engage uh, as a member? Yeah, so if you attend any event or register for any class, that's technically what yeah makes you a member. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. And you can also just join the community as well. Um, all of that gets you into that sort of like online community portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have just got we'll send like any time that there's new free content out or maybe we do like a free mini class or something like that. Um, yeah, all of those things come through. But oh, that's good. There's a lot of ways to engage then. So, um, so many. Yeah. yeah very mm-hmm. cool. I have poked around a little bit in that portal and um, I really appreciate the, I think there's a sense of safe, people feel safe in conversations and mm-hmm. because it is sort of a closed once you once you're a member, you can participate, but it's it's not aired out on you know the blogosphere or whatever. So there's a sense right. of uh, if you have a question, don't be embarrassed to ask because someone there will be able to give you 
his or her point of view and, and have a conversation? And maybe you take it offline. I don't know. What do you see people doing? On the online community? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do people interact? They're, they're just have little conversations or. Yeah. Yeah. They'll ask a question. It's, it's just seen by um, the members that have signed up for a class or event, like Kelly said. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're able to share and, and it's just uh, through the login. So it's, yeah, it's um, um, just like different topics that are on there. Folks. Like somebody might have a wedding coming up and they're like, I have no idea like how to do the mechanics for, and they'll include a picture mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And so then they're brainstorming like, well, if I was doing it, I might use blah, 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 blah. And, Got you know, it. do it this way. Or um, Smilax isn't available. Panic. What do I do? <laughs> like, what can I use instead? Um, you know, so there's these different threads. So the fun thing about it, how it's organized is that you can search it topically. And so it's really just this big archive of tons and tons of information where you can kind of comb through, find things that interest you, listen to people's stories. You know, you can kind of connect and meet with people um, through there in different ways. But I would say that the community is really primarily a source of kind of like, Hey, could I get feedback or Hey, I have a problem. Sometimes people upload pictures and ask me for like design feedback. And Mm -hmm. so I'll go on there and, um, give them design feedback. I don't chime into everything, but if somebody tags me, like I'm accessible and more than happy to, um, chime in and answer any questions. So that's cool. That's what, yeah, that's what it looks like in there, but it's hard to under, it's hard to describe what yeah. it is. I feel like you have to like visually well, I think there's a lot of online forums and, and maybe people are familiar with what that concept is. I think it's yeah. for membership associations often have something like that. So, um, I, I think it's a really great vehicle to, again, have a personal connection, even though you're not sitting face to face. It's not the best, but it's one of the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you have a big workshop going on this summer in, is it in Boone, North Carolina? Yeah. Is is that yeah. still, is yeah. registration still open for that? It's closed at the moment, okay. but um, if you go to teamflyer.org slash workshop. Okay. Um, thanks for asking about all these. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> thanks, They're all the things uh, I want to we'll know about. Brief, uh, mention it. Um, then they can join the waiting list. Um, oh. But yeah, it's it's here in Boone, up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Great wow. views. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so I brought it basic- up. That's your next event that you're doing, but it sounds like it's yes. already filled. Yeah. Yeah. The July one is full and um, – yeah, but if you're interested, you can just hop on the hop on the late, the wait list and get more information about it whenever it comes out. But Deborah, what I love about those workshops is that I work with several local growers here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. pretty much everything, unless there's some kind of an emergency that I need something for a demo or, you know, something didn't work out with their schedule or supply or whatever. Um, but everything comes from American growers and it is glorious. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it wow. is like a glorious buffet of beauty. I love it so much. It's like my favorite day of the summer. Mm. And for me, the opportunity to be able to, I call it reading arrangements. I, I don't know what, I don't know what you call it, but to be able to see the creativity in every single, I let them loose mm. for the whole 
help help them figure out kind of the direction that they want to go in and just establish goals. And then we help them get to whatever the goal is, but they make flowers all day. So not only do I get to see like one arrangement for each person, it's like, hey, arrange until you run out of steam for real, then go get a snack, then come back and <laughs> keep going because we have so many flowers to work through here. Um, but it's so fun because people's personalities come out. And I, I, so, you know, in our design um, background, the principles of design are in there and you can apply them to so many different things, like not just flowers, but in life and all kinds of things. And Mm -hmm. I have found with myself, like I'm really drawn to the imply, the use of implied lines and arrangements. Mm. And it's one of those things where it's like, you have to work a little bit to connect the dots, but, um, that's what I love doing in life is like connecting the dots, connecting Mm. people. Like, Mm. and so I can look at somebody's arrangement and sort of pull out the principles of design that are in there. And that just helps me get to know, might seem kind of weird, but I feel like it helps me get to know what they're passionate about um, a sure. little bit I love beyond that. the flowers, which is really mm-hmm. fun. So I love that whole process of like reading the arrangements all day and getting to know people through the flowers that they create. It's really, really a treat. And it's a, it's a completely a kind of different kind of event because we limit it to 10 people and it's hosted at this cabin and everyone's living together in this huge resort cabin. Um, but the types of relationships that are built through that kind of uh, living and working and just being together uh, for three or however many days, depending on the one they sign up for. Um, really, we've seen over the years we've done these workshops, um, builds a relationship between folks that that just continues on for yeah, years and years. they freelance and travel to see each other. Like I talk about it, like the monarch butterflies, you know mm-hmm. how they, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we're like alone, but sometimes we fly in a pack, you know, in the <laughs> trade winds and like get our, you know, like we go together somewhere and then we all meet up in Mexico for a little bit. Like I call it, that's like the events <laughs> where I we're all together um, or whatever. But it's so, I love to see that whenever they happen to find their way to each yeah. other makes me so happy. I agree. I've been part of a, a workshop like that two years in a row as a, um, like a small taking, teaching a small component of a larger workshop and the relationships are amazing that you can bond with fellow creatives in two or three days and continue on and visit each other and do other events together, even if you're in halfway across the country. So I think that that is, it's like the it's like the low tech networking that we all yearn for. And it's better, it's better than having who cares how many followers you have on Instagram. Are those meaningful or it's so true. Yes. Having 10 people together in a room is probably has so much bigger influence on your life than, you know, getting new followers. So, I mean, not to take away from that, but I, I love that. Um, that, so that is your main other design workshop that's in person versus online, or do you tend to do to, you tend to ha- do multiples of the of the like one day or multi multi day design workshops? Um, so we we just have we have one main main curriculum that we've been doing for several years. Um, that's the wedding florals mm-hmm, workshop. Mm-hmm. But this year we um, added one that is more focused, like one of them is more focused on bouquets and personal flowers. And one is more focused on centerpiece and reception. So like, Mm. instead of learning like 
the signature, you know, Kelly's signature way to do a wedding bouquet or whatever. I teach you like all of the core shapes um, of bouquets and Smart. how the mechanics for them are a little bit different and how you hold them differently. And, um, just those little nuanced things. I think it's really good if you'd like to be a freelancer and have a lot of skills in your pocket, mm-hmm. or if you feel like, I feel like a beginner could totally come to it. I, everything that I do is very beginner friendly, but if you've been in it for a while and you're kind of in this, you know, doing it the same way every time and you want to like split some skill sets open, I feel like that's a really great place to to do it. That's cool. Yeah, it makes sense because um, we all get uh, kind of fall back on our comfort zone. And yeah, um, exactly. not that, it, mm-hmm. you know, just nice to break up that um, repetitiveness in even something we love. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, uh, I'm thrilled that you're coming to Washington DC to attend the summit. You, you, yeah, it's going to be great. You invited me as your guest to team team flowers conference. So I knew I had to reciprocate and I did not expect you to say yes. So um, it'll be wonderful. I really wanted to come last year. (laughs) Like really (laughs) wanted to come like Jesse. Yeah. I pined over it for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so neat so bad. I wanted to come. I saw what you were doing. Um, just this intelligent, intelligent conversations about flowers. And I was just like, I so want to be in that. Uh, Um, but yeah, it was just the, the, the timing and everything for me, just, he was just like, you're going to be so tired if you do that. And I was like, I know. (laughs) Well, and it's like, I kind of knew who you guys were because you team flower was in the trade show at the ASCFG conference in in November of 2016 and Slow Flowers was in the room but it was a very odd room and we were like at the opposite ends of the room and we never got to meet really yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's busy it's a fun group but um but I'm glad that that was not our only chance to interact and actually um you were in that article that I wrote for uh Southern Farm and Garden that's kind of where I started connecting the dots and real realizing that's Okay, that's how I, how I know who she is, and that was um, with Aunt Willie's, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. We, Linda Dome. We're big, big fans. We're big Slow Flowers fans. We think you're amazing. You're a hero. Ah, uh, well, back at you. And I am doing a series of articles for over the next year for Florist Review on workshops that are floral design workshops centered around local flowers. So maybe we can get some photos of your Boone workshop and um, figure out how to work that into a story and and shine the light on the farmer. We have amazing farmers. Right. And just giving them credit as um, as important to the design process as the florist. And um, I think we're in, you know, in agreement about that. So Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, I would, I'm very excited to have this podcast to share with, uh, the Slow Flowers uh, listeners, and we will have our show notes with lots of photos because I'm hoping that uh, Jesse and Kelly will share photos um, and maybe even a video mm-hmm. that we can um, introduce yeah. you um, at, uh, which will be at deborahprinzing.com for episode 330. And um, you'll just find that when you, after you listen to this, although I have one, one 
listener who told me religiously she never listens to the podcast until after she's read the entire blog post because she wants to see what the person mm. looks like before ah. she listens to their voice. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> you, you do a great job with those blog posts. I've seen those. It's not just a, a post They're of very the audio. Needy. You, yes. you go in depth on, on these these articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, a, I have a little issue with being verbose. But, you know, writing is my currency. And so floral is your currency. And I, you know, it's just, uh, CEO as well. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, well, that's good to know. I'll, I'll, I'll use that next time someone tells me my blog posts it's are too long. really, really good for it's SEO. Excellent. excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yay. I feel affirmed. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, thank you guys so much. Is there anything I didn't ask you or bring up that you want to make sure um, the listeners hear about? No, I just want people, I just want people to know that their work with flowers matters. I, I love really that. Do. I think it's so important. It's more than just a bloom. It carries so much more. It, you know, you think about the different meanings that flowers have had over the course of your life, not like the language of flowers meanings, but like, you know, like when I see a marigold, like I'm with my grandpa and we're, mm. you know, walking through it. It's just, it's moments like that, that I feel like we are able to share with people, helping them. Yeah. Just to connect again, it goes back to connecting with people, but yeah. So keep loving the world through flowers. Thank you for what you're doing. Uh, We're I here love to it. Support you and cheer you on along the way. Mm, that's great. Thank you both so much. Um, we will see each other in person soon, but it's nice to have this, this, uh, have you in my earbuds for a little while. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you so yep. much for having us. It's been a real joy. Oh, thank you too. Take care. Okay, talk later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today as we caught up on the lives of Jesse and Kelly Perry of Team Flower. As Kelly mentioned, the next Team Flower conference is set for March 4th through 6th, 2019 in Waco, Texas, and the program and registration details will be announced later this summer. Thanks so much for joining us today. This past week has been overwhelming for me, but in a very good way. On the occasion of the fourth anniversary of SlowFlowers.com's launch, I announced the relaunch of our new upgraded SlowFlowers.com version 2.0 on May 16th. Of course, there were a few bugs to work out, and I'm sure we'll find more because, well, that's what happens when the non-tech gal like me endeavors to live in the tech world. I covet your support and beg for your patience as the new site settles into a new level for Slow Flowers. Please come over to the site and check it out. Another piece of news to share today is our winner of the Slow Flowers Summit Dream Designer Package. That was our May ticket promotion. The names of all of you who registered for the Slow Flowers Summit were added to a drawing for an invitation to join me on Sunday evening, July 1st, at an exclusive gathering with Laura Dowling, author and former White House florist. Our winner is Gloria Collins of GBC Style. Congratulations, Gloria. I'm excited that you'll be joining me at this private event to benefit the AIFD Foundation. It will be unforgettable. And if you've been thinking about attending the Slow Flower Summit, grab your ticket now. It's just five weeks away. The summit promises to be a fantastic day of networking, inspiration, and personal growth. I can't wait to see you there. 
I'm grateful to all our community of flower farmers and floral designers who together define the Slow Flowers movement. As our cause gains more supporters and more passionate participants who believe in the importance of the American cut flower industry, the momentum is contagious. I know you feel it too. I value your support and invite you to show your thanks with a donation to support my ongoing advocacy, education, and outreach activities. You can find the donate button at deborahprinzing.com in the right column. The Slow Flowers podcast has been downloaded 319,000 times by listeners like you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, commenting, liking, and sharing. It means so much. And thank you to our sponsors who have supported Slow Flowers and all of our programs. They are Arctic Alaska Peonies, a cooperative of passionate family farms in the heart of Alaska, providing bigger, better peony flowers during the months of July and August. Visit them today at arcticalaskapeonies.com. The Seattle Wholesale Growers Market, a farmer-owned cooperative committed to providing the very best the Pacific Northwest has to offer in cut flowers, foliage, and plants. The Growers Market's mission is to foster a vibrant marketplace that sustains local flower farms and provides top quality products and services to the local floral industry. Find them at seattlewholesalegrowersmarket.com. Longfield Gardens provides home gardeners with high quality flower bulbs and perennials. Their online store offers plants for every region and every season, from tulips and daffodils to dahlias, caladiums, and amaryllis. Visit them at longfield-gardens.com. Syndicate Sales, an American manufacturer of vases and accessories for the professional florist. Look for the American flag icon to find Syndicate's USA-made products and join the Syndicate Stars loyalty program at syndicatesales.com. Johnny's Selected Seeds, an employee-owned company that provides our industry the best flower, herb, and vegetable seeds supplied to farms large and small, and even backyard cutting gardens like mine. Check them out at johnnysseeds.com. The Association of Specialty Cut Flower Growers, formed in 1988, ASCFG was created to educate, unite, and support commercial cut flower growers. Its mission is to help growers produce high-quality floral material and to foster and promote the local availability of that product. Learn more at ASCFG.org. Mayesh Wholesale Florist, family-owned since 1978, Mayesh is the premier wedding and event supplier in the U.S., and we're thrilled to partner with Mayesh to promote local and domestic flowers, which they source from farms large and small around the U.S. Learn more at Mayesh.com. Certified American Grown Flowers, the Certified American Grown program and label provide a guarantee for designers and consumers on the source of their flowers. Take pride in your flowers and buy with confidence. Ask for Certified American Grown Flowers. To learn more, visit AmericanGrownFlowers.org. I'm Deborah Prinzing, host and producer of the Slow Flowers podcast. Next week, you're invited to join me in putting more American-grown flowers on the table, one vase at a time. And if you like what you hear, please consider logging onto iTunes and posting a listener review. The content and opinions expressed here are either mine alone or those of my guests alone, independent of any podcast sponsor or other person, company, or organization. The Slow Flowers podcast is engineered and edited by Andrew Brenlin. Learn more about his work at soundbodymovement.com. Music